Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One One Kiss Meets Meets Forever! This is the podcast where we like to revisit all of the old traditions on our suburban block of the holidays, throw up Christmas all over the neighborhood, and basically, you know what says Christmas more than friendly rivalry. Um, We are talking about... Is it friendly? You're right. It's pretty antagonistic. I thought there was going to be bloodshed. <laughs> um, we're talking about a recent, very recent sequel to a Hallmark hit. You might have heard about it in our last episode. Hannah, what are we talking about? So, of course, we are talking about this year's November 25th uh, movie, uh, the Saturday night of Thanksgiving, Hall Out the Holly Lit Up, so the sequel to Hall Out the Holly that we talked about last week. And shockingly, Hallmark wrote a novel for this. Yeah. As the holidays approach, Emily and Jared are looking forward to celebrating the holidays together again, this time as a couple. Emily, now embracing Evergreen Lane's uniquely festive spirit, is ready to work with Jared, Ned, Mary Louise, and Pamela to make sure this year's Christmas celebrations are the best yet, even if being the HOA president's girlfriend doesn't stop those dreaded decorating citations. When a house on the block goes up for sale, it causes quite a stir with residents. When the soon-to-be neighbors turn out to be holiday royalty, it looks like this year's competition is about to heat up. As the welcoming committee prepares for the new arrivals, only one thing is certain— this Christmas, Evergreen Lay is going to slay. And it stars Lacey Chabert, Wes Brown, Stephen Tobolowski, Ellen Travolta, Melissa Peterman, Seth Morris, and Jennifer Aspen. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah. So many stars. Okay. Here is our synopsis. Emily and Jared, played by Lacey Chabert and Wes Brown, respectively, are back. It's a year after the Christmas of Haul Out the Holly, and these two are still going strong. Emily has fully drunk the Christmas HOA Kool-Aid and is on board for all the rules this time, but she notices that Jared feels distant and busy. She keeps having to take over for him with the HOA, and he seems to often need to rush out to work. Of course, Jared isn't rushing off to work. This is a Hallmark sequel, after all. He's meeting Emily's best friend, Jess, to show her the engagement ring he's picked out. And this is Jared, so he's planning an insane, over-the-top proposal for Christmas, which is stressing him out. But he also won't change anything, because that's failing, I guess. Um, Emily keeps hinting at marriage, but Jared is playing dumb. Like, basically, he's he's chandlering. (laughs) That's how I thought about it. So that she'll be surprised. But that never works out because they're always like, you're acting strange. I know. It's a a bad idea. (laughs) Hey, the same thing kind of happened with me and whatever. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
the house next to Emily's has recently been sold. Uh, this is worrying everyone as they require to people to be Christmas crazy on this street, but legally they can't redline non-Christmassy people out of the neighborhood. Whoa. Um, Jared knows nothing, even as HOA president, but Mary Louise gets the deets and it turns out that the new owners are none other than the Jolly Johnsons, a reality TV show family obsessed with going overboard with all the holidays. Everyone except Emily is obsessed with the Jolly Johnsons. Yes, Emily now likes Christmas, but that hasn't extended all the way to her TV viewing habits. Uh, This also means she's the only one who isn't overly starstruck when they get to town. It is because of this that she is the only one who notices that things feel off. But Emily is also determined to be a good neighbor, so tries to hide it and hopes that the Johnsons make a better second impression on her. But they don't. They upstage Jared at the Evergreen Lane tree lighting, which they also disparage. They try to take over and change a bunch of activities that, um, uh, that the HOA are conducting. They set up gnomes around the entire cul-de-sac that are also speakers so that Christmas music that they are singing play constantly. Uh, they try to one-up everything, including planning a rival cookie competition. What? Um, at first, Emily tries to talk with them, but it does not work. So then she recruits Pamela, then finally Jared, hoping that they'll talk, help her talk reason into the Johnsons. But everybody caves. Emily is feeling defeated and alone. Finally, Jared grows some balls and starts writing up his dreaded citations, though not of the kissing variety (laughs) for the Johnsons. But because he's nice, he gives them the same out of the citations that he gave Emily last year, coming to his ugly sweater white elephant party. The, The HOA board is there waiting when the Johnsons show up with Ned, and they are wearing matching cute sweaters. Ned has found a bylaw that allows the Johnsons to not participate, which splits the neighborhood. Everyone feels extremely betrayed, especially by Ned. This rivalry has gotten so bad that Emily and Jared call in reinforcements. Emily's parents. When they arrive, her dad is ready to go low and sabotage everything. But Emily and her mom want to be adults. But when they try to have a sit-down with the Johnsons, buttons are pushed and Emily agrees to do a one-on-one contest against Jane Johnson, where the winner gets to run Christmas on Evergreen Lane. This competition consists of five different categories, which the whole HOA helps Emily practice for. One of those is gingerbread house construction. Emily is walking outside with her practice gingerbread house when she runs into Jimmy Johnson, the Johnsons' young son. He says he's never allowed to eat gingerbread houses because they're, you know, works of art in his house. So Emily gives it to him, saying he can eat it with his parents' permission because that is how you should give children sweets. When he brings it home, his parents say, no, he can't eat it because they want to study it uh, to gain an edge on Emily. And Jimmy finally confronts them, asking to just be the Johnsons and not the Jolly Johnsons, the TV personalities. The next morning at the competition, Emily and her posse, wearing matching jackets made by Pamela, are ready to start. But looking around, Emily has a change of heart. She tells Jane that she forfeits, 
as this is not in the spirit of Christmas. Jane is ready to claim victory, but Jimmy walks away, making her rethink her attitude. So she gives in, and the Johnsons agree to participate in festivities as normal residents and not make it all about them. Being magnanimous, Jared lets Joe Johnson, the dad, play Santa at the Christmas carnival. That night, while Emily is manning the hot chocolate station at the carnival, I really should say hot cocoa because... God forbid anyone says the words hot chocolate. Uh, <laughs> Ned arrives with a horse-drawn carriage. He escorts her to Jared's house, I assume. I assume that's where they went. We've never been to Jared's house, so we don't know. <laughs> with all her neighbors lining the street. Jared is there, and once they are left alone, he proposes. Of course, Emily says yes. As we know, one, one kiss, kiss means forever. forever. They are well on their way to becoming her parents. And it seems like maybe her parents want their house back anyway, so it all works out for the best. Yay! <laughs> I, I thought we did go to Jared's house at one point. Like, there's this one moment, I think... We're inside Jared's house, I think, at one point. Um, But I don't know what the outside looks like, so I can't tell you. Where? you like, they definitely decorate his house, his tree. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess all the houses look the same because they're little McMansions, so. Yeah, but it, it had a different outside, you know, like a different front. It, it was definitely not her house. That's what I could tell you. But it was gotcha. in front of a house, so I have to assume it's Jared's house. Jared. So. Awesome. So, here we are into... Like, what the fun, what the fuck, what's happening? This is a sequel, so there's got to be some things that are a little bit crazy. Yes. All right. Um, well, I just want to shout out, because I was so happy. Because this didn't, I'm pretty sure this didn't happen in the first one. It's because we get the Holla at the Holly song again. Angela Lansbury. we got Angela's version. I was so excited. That made me really happy. Yay. No, me too. I like my first note is yay, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I'm so glad that you wrote that down. Yes, yes. Um, in my second thought, because I'm an idiot, because I, I forgot his name was Jared. Let's, because it's it's so unimportant. So when they're it when they're at the jewelry store, my first thought was, did he go to Jared? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh my god. No, of course it's K Jewelers. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Right. Right. Um one of the things that like one of the things that struck me about this movie with at least the first like before the first commercial break is I feel like they're packing in so much. Like this felt like an episode of the Gilmore Girls. They were talking so fast. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, this is giving me a little bit of anxiety. I feel like either I got used to it or it calmed down, but um it was it was a lot. I I, I don't you know I also had a ton of anxiety in this movie, and I was attributing it to the fact that the Johnsons are just genuinely awful people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they really I was are. Like, these, they're, these are 
it, it, like they don't really have redeeming qualities. Like I don't want them to be friends. I want them to stop. Like th they are, they are petty and they know it. Yeah. Um, I think that's the part that really got to me. It was like it wasn't that they were like, we just have a better way of doing things, and you know, like, and it rubs you the wrong way. These were like. We're going to do this because we know it is annoying and terrible. I agree. And it's not like they were Instagramming any of this. Or yeah. if it was part of their show, I suppose I could understand it a little bit more why they'd have to show up. But it, they're not on camera for anybody no. except for people who – and I can't even say except for people who wanted to film around the neighborhood because they asked them to put it away. Um, right. It's, it's a very yeah. strange – like mentality, you know, and it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, when they put out the gnomes and it's singing their music, you know, it's which is a dick move to do in the first place. But apparently, it runs all night, Ugh. and like it, it doesn't bother them. Like, you know, like it's one of those things where it's like we, we are going to make our lives harder and worse in order to one up other people. Yeah, and and it was like what you know, like, and they do point out that they are like. They're like, that's a lot of competitions that you want to do. Like, they're just incredibly competitive in a way that's like, this, you need to look into what's driving this because there's something like that is, you need to work on, on your, in yourself. Like, there. And this poor kid, like, you know, I started this movie being like, this child is in into this. I hate him. And then when it turns out that he's like, I am so done with this. I'm like, well, this poor child is growing up in like the worst possible environment. True. When he grabs that gingerbread house, I thought he was going to like, I thought he was, I thought he it. was, I thought he was going to smash it or he had, he only wanted it to take it back to his parents so they could cheat. Um, because he seemed a little bit shady when he was taking it away from Lacey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but so when that turn happened, I was like, oh, that was unexpected. Yeah. Honestly. Right. It's just a very, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I get the same feeling about this movie in a lot of ways that I did when I decided I needed to stop watching The Office because... Jim started to take a turn from lovable goofball who is just doing things for fun at the office to make his day go by to like being becoming the Michael Scott. Oh, and I like, and it's like, no, that's not the care. Like the Michael Scott is the Michael Scott or like the new boss is the Michael Scott, but like, that's not who you are. And, and I don't know. It like made me uncomfortable there. That's so fair. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone was just talking at the same time most of the time, so that just, like, made me sort of, like... That's yeah. one of the problems with the sequel is everybody wants to get more... You want everybody to get the same amount of screen time as the first one, but then you're introducing more things. So then it just becomes, like, an explosion of stuff. You know, there are some, like, cute parts of this movie are cute lines but I just felt like a lot of it felt mean-spirited in a way that I was like this doesn't capture the joy of the first movie sure I was particularly confused by Ned in this movie I agree um, 
yeah, like his his switch of to into like for the Johnsons was weird. Like I guess I can kind of get it because he's into Christmas, whatever. But the like the blatant like I'm against all of the people that I've lived on this block with forever or for a long time was really kind of off putting. And then when he becomes a part of the big proposal at the end, I was like, no, how dare you? Well, yes, I I was so confused by that. I also I it just it didn't feel like Ned to me because Ned feels like the kind of character who would have been like solidly team evergreen lane Mm. i would have much easier more easily bought pamela being the traitor but yeah you know like it just like it was like no this this man is like all about the rules but in like the quirkiest way ever and like yes like technically they like they it's a fight over the rules and he likes, he wants a chance at some of these things that he never wins because he's so weird. But like, you know, he also feels like the one who would be like, this is how we do it. This is how we always do it. That's fair. You know? And I just, I didn't really buy that. He was like, I'm going to do things differently. It's like, why would you, what? Like you do things weird. Yes. But at the same time, like you, like you're the one who's like, you know what is a real thing? Cold yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> and it's like onesie. <laughs> and it's don't boot. you have a backyard? Don't right. you have a backyard? Wait, can you imagine doing yoga like on your walkway of your driveway? It's very no. strange. <laughs> um I think that's pretty much it for my Yes. Okay. So that that's it for my what the fucks. But I do want to acknowledge uh, that um, the one thing that did work for me was Jared's Jaredness in this movie. I thought Wes Brown was particularly funny in this one, in the same way that he was funny in the last one. Lacey, not as much, but they didn't give her as many funny, fun moments as they did last time. No. Like, yeah. I was gonna say that moment when he finds the the um uh the claws in the HOA handbook that kind of refutes them changing like the cookie competition, and he looks like he's just won the fucking lottery. I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> he looks so great. Is awesome. Well, so. yes. I also I did really f- genuinely feel for Emily when. She finds out that the Jolly Johnsons have met Nickelback. <laughs> I called that a nickel callback. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she's just like so utterly like devastated that like these people that she really is starting to hate have gotten like the one thing that she's always wanted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and I will say when she's fine, when she's getting taking Ned's walkie-talkie away from her, like those are like she had tears in her eyes. Yeah, and I was like, get it, commit it. It's great. <laughs> right, I do. I do feel like everybody was committed to this movie in the same way. I don't like that. I don't feel like wasn't there, but I it, like it. Just it didn't have the fun feel, like because it, yeah. it it didn't feel like it was in the spirit of Christmas. As the other one did, like it, it, it just felt mean a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, they so. find their way, Hannah. They find their way. 
<laughs> um, also, the other thing I just want to touch on, like, the parents do want to move back, right? That's what happens? I, be- I believe so. I think that they, yeah, there was a hint that they were like, yeah, you just move in with Jared and we can have our house back and then maybe we can just, like, go to Florida when we feel like it. It was so weird. It's like, we haven't even been there in a year. Let's move back to Utah. Okay. Should we jump into Hallmark Hallmarks? We sh- yeah, let's do it. I okay. honestly don't have very many written down. There there aren't as many because they like covered them in the last movie, I feel like. But yeah. I have some sequel ones. Yeah. Um my first is boyfriend is distant while prepping a proposal. Yeah, my I wrote he's nervous about the ring. <laughs> and yeah. and because of that there's deception. True. Um, we have d- tree decorating. They're decorating mm-hmm. for Christmas. It's meeting your heroes and their assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm already into the snowball fight with no rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a child to see reason. <gasps> yeah. Um, we have a getting ready for it montage. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready for the, the, the throwdown. Yeah. And we have another one of those slow motion walking sequences that Hallmark is starting to love. We love it. Uh, my last one is there's a horse-drawn carriage. I just had one more where somebody says something in the vein of, this is the best carnival we've ever had. <laughs> it's like, you, you, if you don't say that everywhere, every year you fail. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, did you have pretty any pretty parade. parades? You know, I actually had a few. Okay. Um, do you have any? Um, I just had a coat count, so go for it. Oh, let's. Okay, cool. Um, he, I don't think he had this in the last movie, but Jared's clipboard, where he keeps all of his HOA citations and things, is decorated. He has it like drawn with trees and th- oh. stuff, and I thought that was cute. Um, she's at the cafe with her friend and there was like this little branch in a vase on the, the table that was decorated with little ornaments and I thought that was really cute. Um, her, she had this dress on during one of the HOA meetings that was this blue plaid A-line dress that was belted in this fucking cute little red cardigan and I wanted that. Um, that was really cute. I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. I put some Hallmark Hallmarks on the Pretty Parade line. Oh. <laughs> you want to go back? Um, and, <laughs> I'll mention them here. Um, but my last Pretty Parade was I really liked her. She had this cute little headband at the White Elephant Party. It was like this pearl. Um, it was like a two-strand thing. That it was like if the sparkle donut wasn't so big and, and clunky, it would be <laughs> elegant like this. Um, my last Hallmark Hallmarks that are in this thing are heartfelt moving speech to sway the hearts of the mob and a slow clap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. What's your coat count? The coat count in this movie was eight, which like it just gets worse and worse. It's so many. Wow. She does have a few that are different weights this time, which is at least something, right? But yeah. she had two different purple coats, like different pur- pur- different purple pea coats specifically. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> but they were olive, maroon, bright purple, dark purple, red, blue, bright pink, and baby pink. I wonder, I, I mean, I obviously didn't watch that closely, but I wonder if there's any overlap from last year. 
Do you think there are? I cannot tell you that. Maybe. Very possibly. But like, I mean, like I was like searching for paper at some point because I was like, I'll count the codes. And I was like, I can't keep track. I, like this because she keep she wore multiple of them multiple times so then i had to like write out the colors and start making like tick marks it was oh my gosh it Hannah's got a little commitment me. friends yeah you, you are very committed to this and i love it <laughs> i'm committed when i'm committed when i'm not committed to it i don't do it at all <laughs> and i don't give a fuck all right across the universe um i have a couple I do too. But I feel like I feel like you should go first. Okay, uh, my first one is that they call out a movie directed by Joey Travolta, who is another Travolta sibling. So yeah, I just thought that was cute. Do you want to? I had that one as well. Okay. Um, this one, this next across the universe is across my universe because I think I know what your next one might be. Um, uh, there's a there's a stocking that um. Uh, Jane uh, belittles Pamela for it's like my 90 year old um, grandma and right, I like, swear to God yeah oh she should have used this stitch to last longer she's fucking 90 bitch um, but anyway that stocking looks very much like the stocking that I grew up with um, until Aww. it fell apart and my aunt made me a new one um, so I, I got a little feels yeah um, my next one is I'm sure the one you're thinking of is when the mother uh, gets there uh, I mean both her parents are there but Lacey is talking to her mother and you know says like how was the flight blah 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 and the mother says she watches watched Christmas at Graceland on the plane uh, which is a Wes Brown Hallmark movie um, no it is the first one because Wedding at Graceland is the one where they get married um, yeah. but yeah so, so she watched another Wes Brown movie that we actually talked about last time because we said we don't need him to be a country singer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that those were those were my those were mine. Um, the Joey Travolta and Christmas at Graceland. So yeah. great job, cool. Did you have any new and noteworthy? I did not. Did you have a supporting shout out? You know, I did. Okay, because I did. I I felt secretly in my heart of hearts that. The people who make Hallmark listen to our podcast and what and look at our tweets because we we talk about supporting shout outs sometimes because Mary Louise was working her ass off for a supporting shout out in this movie. She was like all the way up to like oh what did they say? A ten out of ten lords of leaping. Yeah. Um, that was one of my favorite lines. That was her. So I said uh, Mary Louise is a supporting shout out, okay. like with the with the singing and talking about the snapping, and then she raps like <laughs> That was good. I, I did like the rapping line. I, I thought that, that was, was funny. That was very good. I I didn't look it up, but I sincerely hope that Eminem has not made a Christmas album. <laughs> oh my god, I kind of wish he had. That'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious, but in a way where I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god. But like, I I also thought it was funny that somebody this obsessed with uh, Christmas would go to that wrapping as opposed to present wrapping. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. It's like a weird, like, like I was like, what the Eminem, what? I, like, it took me a minute. I was like, what is she talking about? And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> like it just like didn't occur to me that she would have made that mistake. 
hilarious. I'm going <laughs> to keep saying hilarious because that's just I, – I, I definitely laughed. But it, the, the, the performance was so, like – much bigger than the last one that I'm like, yeah. I think she wants supporting shout out. Well, she, she, they, like, they clearly literally. gave her a lot more to do in this yeah. one too. Like that was also part of it. Um, Kiss meter. So I know there's a couple pecks throughout the movie, um, but I only counted. There's a kiss that there was like a Christmas carnival kiss. I don't even know if I counted the engagement kiss. I, I think I checked out by then. Um, so there's a cute little kiss in the carnival, and I gave it a six because it was only slightly more than a peck, but it was a little bit more like the camera hung on it a little bit longer, so I think it was supposed to be important. Yeah. Well, I did not separate either. Um, I said blanket seven. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> uh, I believe they're in love. I, I do believe that. I believe these people, like, they kiss each other like, I see you all the time, but I do love you, and I like kissing you. Yeah. And that was sort of like, okay, cool. I'm into it. You know. So. Very fun. Yeah. Katie. God, this is a really short episode, isn't it? Um, yeah. Sometimes we have those. Yes. Um, would you recommend people watch this movie? Um, I, I didn't hate it. Um, I definitely would watch Hall at the Holly again before I maybe like more frequently than I would watch this one. Um, I'm curious as to whether they're going to make a Hall at the Holly three. Like Hall um, at the Holly wedding. Yes. Like a, this is like all my heart, but yeah. Hall at the Holly. Um, I'm was sad that Eric Mabius really only had one little part in it. Cause I kept going, where's Pamela's husband? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, he had about the same size part as he did in the last one. I wanted more. Now that we knew who he was, uh, <laughs> we didn't get Christopher Plaha get... at all. Right. <laughs> he, he, he... <laughs> but Hannah, how about you? Would you watch this movie? I don't need to. I also didn't hate it. But I have no need for it. You know, like, I, I, I will always watch Hall at the Holly one. Like that's that's the fun one to me, and I feel like the only thing that happened in this one that I cared about at all was that they got engaged. But I knew that would happen, so I don't really, mm -hmm. you know, like whatever. And I hated the ring; I thought it was ugly and way too big for her hand. I was kind of waiting for that. that. <laughs> it's really ugly. It's like it looks like a big. It doesn't even look like that a diamond to me. It looks kind of more like glass. Oh, um, but probably was. But like it was like a big square diamond with like a in like a basic band. I think. Yeah, and there was um, a couple little squares inside. Were, yeah, there were there were some others, but like the thing the thing is, yes, I understand the like concept of wanting to get like the biggest diamond you can afford because that's you know a thing but some people meaning small people meaning Lacey Chabert <laughs> their little delicate hands need little rings yes <laughs> like it just it looks better little rings it's fine don't worry about it I also I have, have little hands right. I have little hands I wear little rings if you know the only little hands that can pull off big rings are 
grandmas and moomoos. Like that's a look. But I don't or think if that's they're what not she's your engagement for. ring. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still kind of going in that grandmas and moomoos look. True. I think I've always wanted to be a grandma and a moomoo, so. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, but that's, you know, that's the vibe you're giving off if you've got a, like, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. <laughs> Rings. Well, that was a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this two-parter, guys. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, be on, on the interwebs. I think we have one more week. I'm just checking our the timeline. Yeah, I think there's one more week of. Oh, I guess there's two more weeks of movies because this will drop on a on Thursday, um, and so there'll be the fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday movies. So we've got two more weeks of movies and um, and tweeting for Christmas, and then we'll go back to our regular bi-weekly schedule and. Um, all of that. So make sure you're following us online at one kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. And if you need to email us for any reason, you can email us at one kiss means forever at gmail.com. Um, it's all spelled out like you will see it on our logo. Uh, and thanks as always to Flint Pastors for our intro after music. His stuff's on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we'll see you next time. Next week, more Christmas. Woo-hoo!